y'all. Thank you for vibing with me today. Today, I am with my good time friend, long time friend, Pablo the G, but he goes by G. Um, Pablo the G, <laughs> a.k.a. Slickback, a.k.a. Oh. How's your sister? Oh. Tell her to call me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I've known Gabe since I was in like second or third grade. Honestly, yeah, a little bit, a little bit younger than that. It was Beltaire. Yeah, definitely, definitely back in the elementary era. Shout out to Miss Joy. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Joy. Shout out to everybody. Sheree. Sheree, you, Malia, everybody. We used to have some good times. Yes, yes, we Oh, my gosh. Some younglings. Youngins. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Youngins. But we, we definitely have all taken very different paths in life since then. Like, it's... Yes. We've all grown. Yes. yes. <laughs> and it's interesting, too. It's interesting to see where everybody is and on their journey and stuff like that. Um, I said just being kids, being so young, and just seeing how everything turned out and still turning out, you know? Um, I think it's, uh, it's just interesting to see how much time has passed and reflect, you know? I have to say... You know, young me never thought that you would, you know, take the path of music. Never in a million years. When you first had music, I was like, huh? <laughs> what? Hey, you know, I didn't either. I really didn't either. Um, it was all an accident, you know? It was nothing I ever intended. I never had an idea what I wanted to do with life, but I knew at some point, like, I had to be successful. You know, that's that's something I'm always going to strive for. Um I don't know. It's just it never. I never thought it was gonna be that. Um, but I knew when I was younger, I definitely wanted to be in some sort of entertainment. Um, God, being in elementary school and stuff like that, I used to do backstage production. Um, used to do lighting and stuff for like talent shows, or if there was people that would come and do um, seminars at the school and stuff, like I would set up. And um, I don't know. It was just it was always interesting to me, you know. Gotcha. Um, even watching movies and stuff, like, I was always interested on what went on behind the scenes and stuff like that. So, I knew it was going to be something entertainment, but not necessarily music. Yeah, me personally, I have way too many dreams. I've got a million of them. I want to yeah. do music, maybe acting, maybe, you know, everywhere. And it's like, I don't have a concrete plan. I'm kind of just, I'm going with life. I feel, like, I feel like you can't plan life, life plans you, if that makes sense. Because, you know, I can tell you I had a lot of plans for myself that didn't happen. And it was like, mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> the universe was like, yeah, we're not doing that. But thank you for, you know, your suggestion. But we're yeah. doing something else yeah, now. Yeah. So, I don't know. I've been, uh, ever since, because, oh, I mean, I was in college. And then it's like, ever since I stopped doing college, it's just like, what do you do now? Yeah. Like. And what made you stop? Oh man, mm, that's a story to tell. It's really, it's real depressing too. So I don't know if we want to get into that. <laughs> let's just say you found it was it wasn't what you wanted. That was part of it. Yeah, okay. that, that was. I did feel like a lot of the student in me had died. Yeah, and you know, it just you know, I've been doing school my whole life. I've always been good at school. I've always, like, even when I was in high school, I was taking college classes. Like, I've been doing school. I feel like I was doing school for so long that I just schooled out. Yeah. I can't do it. Like, if I ever see another time in my life, I'm going to cry. Mm-hmm. Tears. <laughs> like, I'm going to stop. So. Right, right. I don't know. School is just kind of just like a no. And then, I don't know. I feel like I never really planned for anything besides school. So yeah. it's like, 
well, what are we going to do now? That's all you knew. For, that's all you knew, you know? It was like, what are we going to do now? You feel yeah. me? It's just like, you know, that was the quote-unquote plan, and now it's just like we just, we're ringing it. And so then I've always wanted to do a podcast because, like, I, I, my quote-unquote dream is I want to be the Oprah for this generation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, so I feel like, like I knew I was good at conversations. I knew I was good at talking to people, and I was just like, let me just hone in on that. So this yeah, podcast not? has been like... Before I got my very my, my setup that I do have, it was I had been talking about it for years, and I was like, "When are you yeah. gonna start it? When are you gonna start it?" And I was like, "Y'all, I have no idea." And and now I like you know like now I feel like now that I'm doing it, like I have a hard time staying motivated once I start something. Yeah. And look, and like I said, like it's all the mental work that I really have. So it's like I started this podcast months ago, and I really only have like two or three episodes, which. On my part is really sad because I want to do a lot more with it and I do mm. have all of these ideas, but it's like all my ideas get like lost in the cloud somewhere. Like I, I have ideas and then like, I don't know, executing them seems to be my issue. So right. it's something that I've been trying to work on. But, but you know, I'm 21. I've got a long time. So yeah. it's just like, you know, I'm riding the wave. I'm not, I'm not assuming to just like blow up overnight or anything. I know it's going to take a long time. So I'm, I'm okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to do baby step everything because I also am not ready to yeah. be. I like I'm definitely not ready to be seen everywhere just yet you know I'm right. just I'm slowly coming out of my shell like I said I just got to a point in my life where I feel comfortable in front of cameras and stuff so I don't want to really be you know like I said I'm baby steps I'm easing into it but it's about comfortability as well you know it's being comfortable in your space because I tell you what when you're under pressure man that's when you got bad quality you know yeah. um I feel like you know, this is just in anything that you do. I think a lot of people can agree to this, but it's about quality, not quantity. You could put out over 100 podcasts each month, right? Yeah. But it doesn't mean they're good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, you could have probably two viewers, right? And, you know, they Faithful may be consistent, but they look, yeah, right, right? That's that's a whole lot of podcasting you're watching. But it's, if you have quality, you know, it's like, yeah, you only may put out one every month or two months, but it's quality. You have 40 people paying, you know, tuning in and they're really liking the quality content that you're putting out. That's more than just quantity, you know? And like I said, I think that's just anything um, that that life has to offer. It's just, we all, we all prefer quality. We all want to put out quality because bad work doesn't get recognized, you know? Or it gets recognized, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember Rebecca Black? <laughs> it's Friday. Oh, that's yeah. Like, <laughs> listen, listen. I mean, she put it out there. And you know what's crazy? Everybody in the U.S. bullied her for it, but she blew up in Canada because of that song. Hey. So, you know, it's it somewhere, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, mm, and I don't know. It's a lot of critiquing that comes with it. And like I said, I'm already a harsh critic on myself. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like I'm kind of prepared for it in that sense. But even so then, it's just like, I don't know. Like I said, I've been working, like, I've been trying to focus on learning how to just be. Like, I don't right. know. I feel like sometimes some, sometimes I feel bad for taking up space, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I'm doing too much, or I feel like, I don't know. Like, it's weird. Like, I, I don't know where it came from or why I am this way, but I realize that I do have a problem with just, like, just being me mm. and just being comfortable in it. Like, you know, I'm always worried about this thing and the next thing either. So, like, literally trying to get out of my head it's like gonna be like the biggest battle for me so you know and you know what you'll know you'll know once i once you see me you know out there you know you're gonna know this is like she finally did it she finally got out of her head so i think i think for me like one of the one of the things i love about creativity and just creating content in general more than just songs um 
is it's fun. It's fun to bring an idea to life. You know, it's fun to, what if I tried this? Or, you know, what if I put this together? And then you actually do it. Seeing the final product of it, it's it's a like it's an unbeatable feeling, you know. Yeah. I feel like, you know, for me, it's just more than just music. You know, a lot of times I write music that I only like, music I only love, you know, to listen to and stuff like that. And you know, putting out music and content, you know, of course, it's always gonna feel nice to have people who like my music and who who are gonna want to jam with it, you know. But at the end of the day, my whole concept is. I'm gonna give it my best because it's for myself. If I don't love it, why would I put it out there? Yeah. You know, because I shouldn't have to do it for other people. I do it for myself because this is what I love. Yeah. Me, like, I write, like, I write music sometimes, but I'm more big on, like, stories. Like, I love writing stories, scripts, and stuff like that, yes. poetry. Like, that's more my forte. I love doing that. Like, I remember the first, like, story that I wrote was for, like, a creative writing thing I had to do in class one day. And she was like, just write a creative story. I was like, well, like there's no there's no prompts? No. She was like, no, write about whatever you want. And I was like, what? You just created it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so it's like I, I use my surroundings to feel inspired. Um, I kind of use the situation that was happening between my friend and, like, his girlfriend at the yeah. time. <laughs> the way I wrote the story, it's just funny. And I was like, dang. Anyways. So <laughs> it that made me realize that I actually did like writing and so I used to write poetry more and I feel like now I don't know I feel like I haven't been as inspired as much to write because that's something that's really important like creativity is a flow and if you can't yes. tap into the flow then it's nothing like anytime exactly. I try to sit there and tell myself okay I'm gonna write something nothing yeah. nothing like I literally like lyrics come to me like I'll be at work doing something and then and like a pop. melody will get stuck in my head exactly. i'm like bro where was this yesterday when i was trying to sit down and write something like why did they come you. to me right now and i'm just like okay write it down or something and then like like it's like that's something like i have to be in the moment but like right. anytime i try to like force it like for whatever reason when i get like drunk tipsy or whatever i start rapping like literally <laughs> um me and my best friends we got together and we went to her, um and we was in orlando last year and i did i did an entire freestyle about me being a lightweight I don't know where it came from. I also have no evidence of it because remember I told you it was like lost in the cloud yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. But a whole freestyle. And they were just like, okay. <laughs> like, well, I see. Nice. I see. That was nice. And I'm just like, I don't know where it comes from. It's just yeah. like, I just have to be in the flow of creating and then it just comes out of me. But I don't know. When I try to sit down and do something, I can't really think of anything. You know, I, I definitely agree to that because I know one of the things that's definitely helped me, you know, write music was having a drink you know definitely like drinking like i could never smoke i could never do none of that it was just it wasn't something i wanted to do and it couldn't really fit for me uh but i don't know just having a drink and like just easing into it it was a different it was a different person that was coming out and i think one of the things that i learned to do was still bring that person out without having some sort of substance that was my big thing and it was like okay if I can bring this person out every time I have a couple of drinks, how can I bring them out without having to do anything? Self, um, you know, self-meditation and learning how to tap into that person without having to do certain things, you know, trying to build it. And, um, and you're absolutely right. You know, it's like you can, you can push it as much as you want. You can like, no, I'm writing a song tonight or I'm writing a verse. I don't care. And you'll sit there for hours and you'll try and try and try, but you don't get nothing. You know, it'll um, come natural. I definitely agree with you about the soul substance thing. I, for one, I do like to smoke, so yeah. that's usually for me, like when the creative juices start flowing or whatever. And exactly what you said about trying to tell myself, okay, 
why is it only you know at this moment that I can do it? Mm-hmm. And like I said, but that's just all. I realize that it just takes the edge off. Yeah. You know, you know, once you're under any type of influence, I guess it takes the edge off. You're not worried about whatever. You're just in the moment. Like you're nice. just in the vibe, and like that's probably like the biggest difference between you know using a substance before you start it and then right. just doing it. Mm-hmm. And then. And that's it. Like I feel like I feel like when you sit down and say, "Okay, I'm gonna write my song," you're too much mental into it. Now you're worried about all the ins and outs or whatever. Versus, so like my thing, like when I write a story, um, what I do first is I just write the story. I write, I write, I worry about details later. I'll go back and I'll edit later because my thing is, if I get too focused on the details, I'm never gonna finish writing the story. I promise you, it's not gonna happen. Right. Like it's just it's just gonna sit there. Nothing's gonna happen. Like I just write the entire story write what I want to happen because like I don't know I'll have the entire plot planned out or whatever whatever and then it's like when I go back and edit okay I'll change it I'll take that out I don't want that anymore it's easier to like edit something than it is to just like make it I I feel like I have a a problem with trying to make something perfect the first time around like I'm I'm a perfectionist and that's one of my biggest issues is like I don't like that I don't like that I don't like but it's just like it's gonna be like like if that's what I'm saying. If I when I do start posting like my stuff, if I ever do become confident enough to post one of my songs, just hold know. Up, hold up. When when you do, not if when. When, when I do, post one of my songs for like the very first time, just know that there was a lot of no's to get to whatever I put out. Like there was a lot of uh uh-uh, a lot of ill, a lot yeah. of like <laughs> a lot of change that a lot of like that seems like like I put a lot of effort into creating things and that's just because like i said that that perfectionism in me right it's good because at least i know that like to me it's going to be quality on my end if somebody right. doesn't like it whatever but i'm going to know that i put just know that i put a lot of effort into that right you know i do have some things cooking up though i did tell you you know yes about, um, yes project naomi project naomi <laughs> project naomi that's going to be the name of the ep whenever i drop okay okay hey, project project naomi I listen like it. I seven like songs it. and i'm disappearing Falling off. Hey, <laughs> I tell you what, living in the islands. Right? Nah, if when, we get big, if we get big, I don't know. When? When, when I get big, when listen, I get big. All right, I'm so sorry. let me tell you, right? So let me tell you. Just to kind of, you know, and take this how you want, all right? Um, me personally, um, I, I, I do my best to spend as much time listening to, listening to beats and, you know, trying to work on a song every single day because cons- consistency is key, right? Um, I don't listen to music all the time. If I do listen to music, it's, it's something I really want to hear. Majority of the time, I implement the idea of I'm not going to listen to music, I'm going to listen to beats the entire time I'm driving. No matter where I'm going, I'm going to listen to beats all the time. Because what that does is it naturally gets me into the rift of this is my job. This is what I'm doing by nature. So I need to, I need to do my job correctly as much as I can and get as much work as I can uh, done. And um, one of the things that it's it's really changed my idea behind it is the language that you speak to yourself and what you put out into the world yeah. right so at first i was just like you if if this does happen or if that does happen is you can't speak that type of language because you already have self-doubt if you're giving the opportunity to say if this does happen you're already speaking out into existence of this may not happen but when you say when this does happen because it's gonna happen that means you're already speaking out into the world and the universe that I don't care how long this is going to take, but it's going to happen. At some point in time, it's going to work. And it's all, you know, the language that you speak on a daily basis because thoughts become words and your words become actions. Yeah. And Once anything you that you believe, you'll put it out there, right? Mm-hmm. If you're sitting there like, man, I'm going to fail this test. All right, I haven't studied. I'm going to fail it. I'm going to fail it. 
you go back and you, you failed it. But if but you're you like, said that you were gonna exactly. do it. <laughs> but if you're like, man, I didn't study for it, but I, I need to pass this test. I'm gonna pass this test. And you studied and studied and studied. And sure enough, you may not have the highest score, but it's still passing, right? right? But I think the whole idea is, you know, the language that you speak is very important, right? Because if you surround yourself with negative words, like a lot of people mis misconstrue the idea of car breaks down. Man, I gotta go. I gotta go fix my car. Like it sucks. I gotta fix my car. Well, I tell you what, you get to fix your car. It may not be. It may not be what you want, but you get to fix your car. A lot of people don't have cars. A lot of people don't have the luxury of owning a vehicle. You know, you have the opportunity to do that. So I feel like it's a little stuff like that that definitely plays a big role. And I tell you what, speaking in terms of like that, it'll definitely boost your confidence, the quality of work that you do, and how you feel about your work. Honestly. I, I like what you said about words because they are very powerful and that's something I learned about how I see myself which is hence the love yourself tattoo that I just got mm -hmm. like the biggest theme of my life for the last since 2020 I don't know that's what two years has been love yourself I've always been that person uh, kind of a pushover you know mm -hmm. people kind of just do whatever because I'm just I'm really nice and I kind of just let things and another thing is I'm still really nice but now I have boundaries, yes. and I expect people to respect them. Mm -hmm. So that's the biggest difference. But, no, I definitely understand what you're saying about words are powerful. Like, when I felt like I was ugly, that's that's really how I felt about myself. And, it's like, now I feel like, oh, no, I'm pretty. Like, now I kind of – I show up for myself more in ways that I wasn't showing up for myself previously because I just felt like whatever. So, like, words are definitely very powerful, and that's something that I have been starting to understand, that the things that you say, like, they kind of just manifest. Like, you're, you're kind of, like, you know, you create in a in, – in a weird way you create your own you create your own reality like yes. if you feel about something or if you think about something constantly you're gonna do it mm -hmm. you know and that's that's something like i said i'm actively trying to work on like i'm gonna make an effort to i do like i did i started to make an effort to say better things kinder things to myself right like you know be kinder with the way that i speak to myself and it, it's working it's working as you can yep. see because you know i do post a little bit more now so it's working so i definitely understand what you're saying about that and as far as me like i said being an artist and stuff like that i just i have to i have to feel the confidence to do it and that's where that's where i'm struggling right now it's like i'm not saying that i don't have any confidence but not as much as that i need to to succeed on that front of my life just yet like you know like i'm just i'm building it it's it's coming it's i think the confidence comes from like exactly what you said the tattoo is loving yourself loving <clears throat> loving everything about yourself, positive and negative, the good things and the flaws, right? So even with the flaws, that's still what makes you unique, right? Because you are your own person. Mm -hmm. And no matter what you do, whether it's creativity or working a nine to five or whatever the case may be, um, you can't put out quality work if you don't have confidence in what you're doing, right? Yeah. So if you don't have, you know, if you're like, man, like, I don't like the way that I look. I, I feel, like, I feel ugly. Like, you know, a lot of times, I remember growing up, a lot of a lot of women, they feel ugly how they look. You know, when when it comes to their body, you know, their, their features and stuff. So they feel like they have to mask that with putting on certain clothes or putting on makeup and stuff like that. But you can still see through that their insecurities, right? You can still see that they feel, you know, they feel like they're not beautiful on the outside or the inside, right? But when you see someone who loves himself right no makeup no nothing you could tell she loves herself right she walking with an attitude hair flipping and all you know what i mean but that's confidence right because whether you have makeup on or not 
you still look beautiful, right? You still look good, but you walk with it differently. When you walk up with your chest out and your chin up high, people can recognize that. You know, body languages and gestures and stuff can always speak for themselves. Um, and I feel like, you know, I feel like that's a great concept. And, you know, it's definitely important. Um, definitely loving yourself will get you far. Having the confidence to do things and anything that you do, it's going to get you far. Rather than somebody who has a lot of self-doubt or they feel like they can't do anything because they don't know it, man, we're all figuring it out. Yeah. You know? So. I'm literally, like I said, this podcast is just like a dream of mine. I'm just, I'm just trying it out. But one thing that I also notice is that sometimes people can see the potential in you that you can't see in yourself. Yes. Because personally, like a lot of times people tell me like, oh, you come up with somebody who's very confident. And I'm like, for real? <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just chilling. Like I'm not really doing anything. Yeah. But I guess, you know, like what you were saying about like the way that you walk, the way that you do, whatever. I guess the way that I carry myself is of somebody who does have confidence. Yes. And it's like, to a degree I do. And, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just not as strong as where I want it to be. But, no, I definitely get what you're saying. Where, like, but, like, when my attitude changed, and I feel like that was the biggest thing. Because, I mean, like, I went from, like, thinking that I was ugly. And then people around me were just like, no, you're really pretty. And I was like, yeah, y'all are gassing it, but thank you. You know, <laughs> and then, I think, like, And then, like, right after that, like, I was like, nah, they kind of right. You know, like, yeah. you know, but, like, it ends up saying once I started to feel it and believe it, mm-hmm. like, now that I look the part, I really feel that way. And it helped my confidence because, yeah, you're right. I am. <laughs> exactly. I think what a lot of people get confused as well is that they're so focused on the things that they need to work on. They tend to forget about the things that they are known for. You know, the the good qualities that they do have. Um, and it's like, you do come across as a confident woman. You know, it's just you're so focused on the things that you need to work on that you forgot about those others. You know, yeah. and reassurance is always key. You know, because, and like I said before, it's just self-doubt is very real. And self, um, you know, reflection is, it's very, when when you ponder about yourself and the things that you do and you're like, okay, um, you can have, you're your worst critic. Everybody is, you know, to themselves. So you're always going to think the worst. So when somebody comes and tells you, especially somebody who's important to you, and they tell you the positive things about you and the things that you do as a person and you play a role in, um, it's very important, you know? And, and it makes you feel good. It makes you feel better about the qualities the qualities that you do have. But yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely important to have reassurance from other people. And um, like I said, just boost your confidence in that because we all tend to forget, you know what I mean? So reassurance is definitely key as well. Yeah. And so that's now. Now, one thing I am glad about. Sorry. Okay. One thing that I am glad about, though, for sure, is that now that I can move the focus off of, you know, the outside, I can start working on, you know, me being an artist. Cause it's like, so it's like phase one. I got, you know, this part, but now I got to get this part right. Exactly. You feel now, now my biggest focus is coming out of that shell and realizing, okay, I do have all these creative talents, like. I consider myself to be jack of all trades because I've, I've got right. a lot going that I that I could do. Like, I have a lot of things that I could do, and then I just don't do them. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm kind of working on now is where do I want to go? Because it's like I have a lot of dreams, and I do plan on accomplishing all of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just have to figure out, one, where I want to start first and then how I want to branch out from there. You know, like maybe one day my podcast will grow into a talk show. Maybe not. I it don't will. Know. 
It will. It, it will. will. Okay. It will. Okay. It will. <laughs> um, you know, but that's what I'm saying. But like, if it doesn't, I also have other things that I want to try out or whatever. Like maybe it'll just get me into the right places and maybe, you know, I can start doing acting or something. And, yeah. you know, there's all types of, and I'm pretty good at networking too. I don't know. Like I said, I, yeah. I'm good at conversations and stuff like that. So I feel like I'll end up on the right, the right path no matter what I do. Yeah. So I know this is, like I said, today is how it started and we're going to see where we end up. So. It's so it's so mental, you know. Um, life itself, life itself is all mental. Um, you have to be strong-minded in order to get by, right? Because the weak-minded people do the bare minimum, or you know they they can't take on harder tasks, right? So it's all mental, right? Everything that you feel is a mental aspect. How you bear with it, how you deal with things in life, because we all go through struggles. You know, financial struggles, mental struggles, emotional, spiritual. We all deal with these things as humans, right? And it's the matter of how how you can handle it. And like I said, you just have to train yourself and train your mind is, you know, when it does get tough, because it's going to, um, focus on the end goal. You made it this far, you can't give up, you know? You made it this far into the race that you have to cross that finish line. You know, yeah. whether you first place, second or third, or even last, you're still going to finish it, right? And it's, like I said, by the time you get to it, um, you can reflect on how much work you've put in. And you can see how far that you've came from where you started to not knowing anything to being where you're at now. Now you have the knowledge. Instead of just this one area, you have it in three or four other areas that you never thought you were going to know at some point. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it's an all-mental aspect and everything. You know, life itself work um creativity you know it all plays a role so yeah no it's it's you definitely have to prepare yourself for that i don't know if i um like really have like the willpower to be a full-time artist like first of all it's a lot as far as you really you know obviously whatever dream that you have you have to you know pour into yourself a little bit obviously it's still a lot though. It's like a lot, a lot goes into it. You gotta record and then you gotta worry about getting it out there. You gotta worry about doing promotion and all kinds of stuff like it. And in, in all honesty, I feel like it's it's deeper than that. A lot of people would what they think and it's it's crazy because I'm gonna be honest with you, when people came out nowadays, everybody wants to be an artist. Everybody wants to make music. That's just so common now. Everybody's making rap music, everybody wants to be like, you know, the top dog, they wanna be, you know, competitive and stuff like that but what people really don't understand is this isn't just some shit you can hop into now granted some people do but how long do they last right this is honestly and this is how i view it it's really a craft right and anything that you really like invest in you put time and energy into you want to perfect it right it's like if you love to paint you're like okay well i'm not gonna just paint first it starts off as a hobby but then you really start to dive into a deeper to a deeper point to where you're like, you know what? I actually want to become good. And then you start doing the research on it. You're like, man, fuck it. I want to be Bob Ross. You know what I'm saying? And you just get to that point. So when you really start learning and it's just like, you brush, there's a certain way to brush. There's a certain way you have to dip the paint in water a little bit to get a certain effect. So it's like, it's more like that when it comes to recording music and doing music in general. Honestly, coming up with a catchy song how to get people to vibe with you, how to get people to um, like what you're doing. You have to have a nice hook. What are you talking about? 
you know what's you know what's it really getting into yeah and that's the thing it's like i feel like i have a, some qualities to be a good musician mm. for a short period of time and that would be it and I, I i don't know i feel like you know there are a lot of people who put like they're all into like their mm. music career and i feel like well, while i'm doing it i'll give it 100 percent, but i don't see myself doing it long term it just be something that you know yeah that I would do because like I said I feel like there are a lot of people who dedicate their life to it Mm -hmm. and I salute them anybody who you know really if you're passionate about what you do do it and I feel like that's a lot of that's probably why there's so many like upcoming new artists everybody wants to be artists now because I feel like we're stepping into a generation where uh, we're more allowed to be ourselves than older generations were I mean I feel like we're we've got more of a I don't care I'm gonna do what I want attitude Mm -hmm. you know versus it's like a you know, my dad he used to tell me like growing up, he used to be like, Oh, you gotta do something that's more uh that's gonna make you money or whatever. Like do something that's more realistic mm-hmm. is the term. Like he loves to tell me that I see the world through rose colored glasses. That's his favorite thing to tell me is that I see the world through rose colored glasses. And I do. Don't get me wrong. But the rose colored glasses make me the artist. It makes right. me who I am, so I don't mind it, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I'm just a little more creative. <clears throat> I feel like with the old concept of how people um, used to dream, like you said, back in the day, it was a different. It was a different era. You know, they were taught differently. They were raised upon a different idea and a different thinking. Now, of course, back in the day, you didn't. They didn't have first off the type of technology that we do. There's so many ways to make money out in this world that you don't have to work a job. You don't have to work a 95. Like, there's so many different things that it's like you can make money without even trying. You know, just by doing what you love. A lot of people make money just playing off video games. 20 years ago, people don't That's even think you could have done that. You know? You know, if 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 I was able to figure out a video game controller, I would definitely be on Twitch. Right. I would be sitting there all day. And, and, you know, that's the, that's the crazy part, too. It's like, you know, back in the day, they were like, nah, get outside, go play soccer, it's go It's like go you're do wasting something. your life. You no, know what I mean? Now I'm making money exactly. sitting inside. Like. And, and the idea behind it is just, you're absolutely right. Because with what we have now, in this generation, people can do whatever they want because they can make money off of it. Um, social media is utilized as a business. You know, it's it's made for money. Before, I, I genuinely think when it first came out, it was for social purposes and seeing old friends or people you used to know and Facebook. keep up with other, you know, keep up with each other and stuff. But, but then... It, the idea turned into a marketing process and making money and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know how TikTok sounds and stuff blow up? Mm-hmm. I actually had an artist reach out to me, and he was just like, oh. Because, like, you know, like, I'll play, like, post, like, a little video of, like, pictures of myself or whatever. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, next time you make a video like this, can you use my song? And I was like, I mean, yeah, sure. Like, yeah. I'll support whatever. So, you know, I just make a little video or whatever. But because the, with the way TikTok works, if you can get a song on TikTok. It's, it's going. Oh, my. It's going. <laughs> What and then and the crazy part about TikTok is it could be a new song that blows up. It could be so so many '90s songs that I've been listening to for my whole mm-hmm. life are blowing up, and I'm like, y'all just getting on. Yeah, this? facts, what is this facts. About? But like, you know, it's good for them because you know now their songs are blowing up again. It's yeah. like you know showing love to songs that should have been loved to before. But TikTok is the way to go. If you yeah. got a song that blows up on TikTok, oh my god, like yeah. No, when when TikTok came out, it was. And I'm not going to hold you. I was definitely one of those people where it was like, man, I'm not having on TikTok. Everybody on this TikTok wave. And then I really started to look at it. And I was like, damn, like the way that you can utilize this in an aspect of getting your name out there and potentially 
getting people to look at you and see, you know, get your numbers up and stuff like that. It's easy. It's cake work. It's just you have to be consistent with anything, you know, besides just that, you know, posting and stuff and anything that you do. Consistency is key, you know. If you're just sitting back and not doing nothing, that's just not going to come to you, you know. And I feel like, you know, nowadays, that's why so many people have... I'm like, oh, dude, that threw me up. <laughs> I hear what you're saying about being consistent, though, and I feel like that's my biggest issue is consistency. Yeah. Like, this podcast that I've had, I've had it for mm, some months now, and okay. I've only got like three, two or three episodes, yeah. and it's, it's completely on me. Um, I feel like I don't take myself seriously in my creative endeavors. Like, I have a hard time. I have a hard time believing that I can do the things that I want to do. And mm-hmm. I know that that's all mental work. And I've, exactly. I've, I've been actively trying to work through it. Yeah. And I'm getting better. Like, before, I never posted anything. And then recently, I just started posting a lot more. Right. Which I've seen. Yeah. And that's things, like, because I realized, I was like, damn, how am I supposed to be famous? I got no social media presence. Nothing. Nobody knows what I look like. Nothing. You know? And that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I'm not trying. But, like, I feel like um, that's why I feel like me getting to where I want to go is still a work in progress because I got a lot of things that I need to work mm-hmm. mentally like a lot of anxieties like I'm too anxious to just be you feel me like it's still a lot of I hate being <clears throat> seen and then you know you gotta deal with my problem is I care what people think you know it's like who cares people like me mm-hmm. I can't that's the problem right. I, I really have to find a way to get out of that you know people are gonna see this people are gonna see that and just be like you know it's good like i can't ever just do something like oh this is good because i said it's good exactly. i gotta find somebody else to exactly like, because cool. reassurance is key right so i feel like and that's just us being by nature right anything that we do we can we can look at our, our work and be like damn this is quality work but no matter what you always have that secondary thought that's like man but there's somebody else doing it better you know, or are you sure this is good? Do you feel like this is better? It's yeah. like I'm really competing with myself because exactly. I, I always give props to everybody else. Like that's like that. Like I've never been like, oh dang, I wish I did that. Like mm-hmm. it's really just me. Like I have like the inner critic in here, bro. She hates me. I swear <laughs> because mm-hmm. like everything that I do is like nah, like delete it or don't even or don't post that or whatever. Like it's always. It takes a lot for me to just post something or right. like like the song that I sang. It took a lot for me to present. Right. You know, because I just. I was like, mm, you know, the quality of it isn't that good. But obviously, you know, you're coming from an artist standpoint, and I'm just telling you right. it's like a rough draft, whatever, whatever. But a lot of people don't know that I'm a writer. A lot of people don't know that I exactly. write songs. Exactly. Because I don't share that part of myself mm-hmm. a lot. Like, that's, it's like me, who I who I feel like I am, is like a secret. Right. In a weird way. Like, I'm living a, and, a double life in some sense. But it's not really a double life. It's just me being too afraid to just be. Exactly. And I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. I mean, for for me, for instance, right? Um, looking at my past and where I started to where I'm at now, I mean, God, it's it's day and fucking night. Honestly, from when I first started, right? Do you remember what I told you when you first started? <laughs> hey, look, I'm not gonna hold you, man. I was a basura, garbage. All right, I'm not gonna hold you, but. It, and in all honesty, it was an accident how it started. So, and I think I've told you this story before, but I think with um, you know I had Stefan. Stefan was my homeboy. He was at my uh, my bus stop going to school, and I think we just I just started high school, you know. And I get in, and um, you know I sit down at his table at the breakfast time, you know, and I meet and who's there is Josiah, you know, Josiah, my dog, and. Um, 
you know, just getting to know them. And, like, every morning they would just freestyle, hop on the, you know, the table with a pencil and just start making beats. You know what I mean? They just start going. And then one day they, you know, invited me to come over, you know, come over to their crib. And they're like, yo, we're going to make some music. I was like, all right, bet. Fuck it. Let's go. So going over there, you know, everybody was writing music, you know. And they were like, yo, write some shit. And I was like, bro, I don't. I don't do this. Like, what? What the fuck is music? I just listen to it, you know. And then they were like, "Man, just write something." And when I wrote it, you know, it was first off, it was trash. But I was trying, you know, I was trying. I was like, "Da da da da." They're like, "Bro, what the fuck was that?" <laughs> you know. And it was, I had no flow, no nothing, and it was like no style because I didn't understand it. But hearing them, and it was just like, "Damn, bro, like that's that's kind of fire." Like I fuck with that, and and all honesty, it just it really sparked something in me. I don't know what it was. I think it was the, it was just different, you know? It was, started off as a hobby. It was like, man, like, let me kind of get into it. Just kind of mess around and see what it is. And, and it's kind of like what you were saying, right? It's like, you can, you contain the work that you have because you're afraid of what the outcome is when you put it out there. What people have to say, you know, is it negative? Is it positive? You know, especially when you're first starting off because, course nobody wants to hear negativity about the you know what you're trying to do and what you're trying to become because if you already are not sure already that's already gonna it's gonna break you know your ego oh, yeah. down in regards of that that negative feedback is like okay this is confirmation that i don't need to do what i'm doing exactly and i feel like like this i know that the self-defeating thing that i have was literally created by me because mm. i mean i know when i was in middle school i used to get bullied or whatever whatever we won't talk about it but because of that like I grew a box I grew into a box after that like I feel like I used to like the self-defeating thinking came from well if I put myself down first nobody can hurt my feelings if I'm already hurting my feelings it was like a like a backwards kind of okay like I don't care what you say because I told myself 10 million things times worse so then I kind of just like put myself in like I put myself in this mental box and I'm like trying to break out of it now and it's a slow process, and um, I feel like I'm out of it in some ways, and other ways it's like I'm still like mm, pump the brakes a little bit. I'm gonna have mm. to, I'm gonna have to wait on that. But I feel like I feel like I've definitely I've seen the growth in myself. Right. Um, but I know that this is only the beginning. Like I still have like a long way to go before I can be. I feel like the person that I'm meant to be. It's it's gonna be a journey. And I, I'll tell you what too. It's like I've had, God, I've had many nights where I've sat there and I was just like, man, this ain't going nowhere. Like, let me just, let me just cut the act and just stop it. You know, just throw it away, just stop. And it's just like, let's just figure something else out. And, you know, you're always going to have that second thought. It's like coming up and trying to, trying to do it, trying to figure it out because it's hard when people don't support you. It's hard with, you know, the people that you fuck with, they not, they're not always going to fuck with you, you know, regards of that. So it's like the only thing that you do have is just yourself and just the confidence to, you know what, fuck what these people think. You know, I'm going I'm to do this shit regardless because I'll tell you yeah. what, it ain't for them, it's for myself. Yeah. And I love what I'm doing. And of course, if the people fuck with it, that's all the better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think one thing that I learned that was very important for me is don't, don't be quick to go to the finish line. You have to enjoy the race before you can enjoy the reward. You know, a lot of people want to go ahead and just already be at the top without putting in the work. Well, what's the point of of doing that if you can't reflect and you were like, man, I had sleepless nights of grinding. I had all this time of doing that, like putting in work. Nobody believed in me. And I built this foundation on my own to where I'm at this point 
and it's humbling to see where I've been and where I'm at, you know? And another thing that I feel like, as far as, like, getting to the top, quote-unquote, is, like, some people want it, but you don't realize that it's hard up there, you know? Like, the person on top, it took them a lot to get there. Mm -hmm. They did what they had to do, and it's like, you know, if you jump into it, not knowing what you're doing, you're you're not going to last very long up there. Like, yes, you want, of course, that's why a lot of people want to leave, but it's work. Like, it's not just... You know something simple is just like oh i do this no it's it's where any anything that you do dr dre once said he said um he said in an interview he said it's not hard making it into the music game it's just being relevant and maintaining which is very very valid you know if you look at music and besides music you know even in the movie industry and stuff like that or anything that's entertainment wise in general um you can always make it and you can always have your name but you have to understand you know in a year two years three years so much so much happens in a year alone that you can fall off and people forget about you because there's already new people coming after you yeah you know what i mean so you have to keep up the consistency and the thing that kind of crushes me the most is the idea behind um rap artists you know a lot of them behind the lifestyle that they live is very unfortunate because I feel like a lot of them have a lot of potential becoming something major becoming something that's like you could really be global and really build something but some of them get locked up and they go to prison by the time they come out it's like they're already forgotten about or some of them they go in and don't come back out you know what I mean so it's like it's unfortunate but it's very true so much happens in a year and I, I tell you what you see a lot of times where like people they don't know how to maintain the, the lights and cameras all the time. They don't know how to maintain, you know, their name and keep it up with consistency because it's overwhelming, it you is, know? It is being in the limelight all the time and always having to worry about what... I mean, and that's the thing is about being an artist or being anybody in the public eye is you always have to worry about how other people feel because that, at that point, that's your money, right. you know? Especially with the way cancel culture is now. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. It's one wrong move, you're done. Like, mm-hmm. nobody wants to talk to you, but it's you. Nobody wants to support you. And it could be anything now. And so that's why it's just like, you know, it's it's really, it's hard exposing yourself like that. Like, it's, it's something, if you decide that, oh, I want to get into an industry where you're going to be seen like that, like, you really have to buckle down and be prepared for mm-hmm. some stuff because... People are going to constantly throw stuff at you. That's another thing you have to be ready for is to, like, roll with the punches. Like, you have to have a certain type of personality because, and that's why, that's why I'm trying to grow into that for myself personally. And I'm, I think, I think I pretty much got it like, okay, I really don't care anymore type thing. Like, you know, my opinion matters. And that's kind of what I'm trying to flow with because, you know, if you're not one of those people who can just roll with every punch, like, imagine if, like, somebody who's, like, famous, like, I don't know, anybody was like arguing in the comments when people say some negative stuff because even people who are huge who are who are very big still get negative comments to this oh, yeah. day like there's oh, always yeah. gonna be people who don't like them but imagine if they responded to all those people it's like you're not gonna make it very far if mm-hmm. you can't if you know if you can't handle people not liking you and that's another thing that's like really big about this industry or anything that has to do with like acting all that stuff i mean i feel like and I can't necessarily say this is just my perspective on it. I feel like once engaging into that lifestyle and entering into that concept of, okay, I am no longer just a regular person. Um, people see me as a, a as a celebrity, you know, and you really have a fan base. You it's it's a lot of it's a lot of mind hassle. You know, you have to be prepared mentally for a lot of shit that goes on. 
it's not just, oh, I got to deal with the cameras and the lights and stuff. I got to deal with fans. You know, I got to deal with people following me and stuff like that. No, 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 no. That's light work, to be honest. I feel like the main things you got to worry about is the people that's in your circle. You know, you got people who are consistently trying to fuck with you, who are consistently trying to take your money, trying to play with you. You know, you you can't do everything by yourself. You know, you have a team, you know, a manager's. How you know he's really doing his work? You know, for all you know, he could be taking your money and just be playing with you and setting you up little gigs that you feel like it's making you some sort of change, but he's taking the majority of it. Or even, you know, people who are setting you up for failure, and it's just, you always got to watch your back and always got to, you know, see who's around you and shit and also still maintain this persona. You know, a lot of times what I tell, you know, people in conversations like these is the way that I view music is acting. Because you play a character, regardless of what it is, right? And in a movie, you always play a character, whether it's a good, bad, you know, whatever the case may be. And I feel like that's music. You tell the story through words, right? You play this character, you paint an image, right, through your words, and you create this, this, you know, this idea. Um, and it's, I feel like, while trying to maintain this, you know, this character that you're trying to play, you still have to deal with all the bullshit on the back end. And it's a lot of it's a lot of mind you know a mind mind hassle that you have to deal with so you you have to be built a certain way, you know. And that's a music industry is scary, honestly. Everything that you were just saying is about you know worrying about who's on your team, getting to the right place. Because at the end of the day, everybody's trying to make money for themselves. Facts. You don't really know who's, you know, who messes with you and who really doesn't. And that's another thing that's just like we gotta worry about who's on your team who's in the right corner and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff and, and that's the thing it's like you can't do it by yourself but at the same time you have to do it by yourself Facts. and it's like you know how do you how do you like you know deal with all of that and it's kind of like what you said you roll with the punches I feel like and one of the people I look at in regards of being so successful look at Hove you know Jay-Z is one of the biggest you know artists that became so so big and popular not even that but made this money right and if you haven't i would highly suggest looking at interviews with him because his concept wasn't hard he didn't go through this hassle of oh i need to study this and study that no he had people in his circle who he reflected off of the mistakes that they made and also of course doing the research himself and just seeing because i'll tell you what if you have somebody who's already made a mistake, why would you go ahead and try to attempt the same thing, right? It's just, you have somebody, you have an, you have somebody to reflect on, right? Oh, well, you did this and this and this and that didn't work. Or maybe you could have tried that. So it's just, like I said, you just roll with the punches and you just try to make the best decisions that you can. Um, and, and honestly, you know, what I tell people all the time is regardless of what the outcome is, you still learn. Positive or negative, take what you did, Take what you learn from it and keep it pushing and use it in the next decision that you make. And that's the only thing you can't do. Thank you. I really enjoyed this today. This is nice. But I do believe that that's a wrap for today. Thank you for vibing with me and Gabe. And we'll see y'all later. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was great. Just remember, the same water. That boils the egg, makes it hard. Boils the potato, makes it soft. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not the circumstances, it's how you react to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. <laughs>